a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson. Welcome, you guys. Before we get started here, I just want to say a quick welcome to all of our new listeners. We got a bunch of new listeners last week when we kicked off our uh, species talk Talking Species. Talking Species. Yay. Spin-off podcast. And we are Hello, new friends. Yeah, we're so excited to have you guys. Welcome. Hope you're enjoying the show. And uh, yeah, so tonight, or in the morning, whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, we are going to Time agnostic, sir. We are going to be talking about Species 2. Let's give a little bit of background on this before we do our dive in like normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, sequel to Species. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Did you know that? I read about I this. I did, yes. Okay, yeah. you guys knew that? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The year is 1998. It's been That's three right. years. Correct. It's been three years. Uh, this one is directed by Peter Medek, who is uh, not the same director as the first one, but a uh, pretty prolific director nowadays. He has done some amazing things. He's done a lot of good work. Yeah. Look him up. Look him up. Look We're not going to tell you what he did. Just look it up, okay? <laughs> we don't have time for this. Take our word for it. <laughs> Um, so directed by Peter Medak, written by Chris Brancato. I don't know if that's how you say his name. But uh, other than that, we got a lot of returning characters here. We got Michael Madsen, Natasha Henstridge, Marg Helgenberger, and that's it. That's yeah. it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> He's a lot. <laughs> that's, hey, that's a lot. That's Three's a, a lot. Yeah, those are some yeah, pretty yeah. main characters coming back. That's more yeah. than Return for Problem Child 3. Yeah. That's... Well, no, I guess maybe no, I'm wrong there. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Don't forget Murph. Okay. Don't oh, forget right. Murph. Yeah, you right. got you got Godfrey, right. you got Murph, <laughs> you got uh, Jack Warden. So yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. So yeah, Species, uh, you know, premiered in theaters in 1998. Went on to uh, you know not make nearly as much money as the first film. No, uh, everyone was disappointed with this movie. Yeah, for multiple reasons yep. that we'll probably get into. Yep. Um, and actually, uh, why don't we just Get into it right now. When I heard they were going to send a mission to Mars, I strongly urged the government to reconsider. On what grounds? On grounds that alien DNA might remain on the planet. But any human attempt to violate the planet would result in biological contamination. Excursion, this is Houston. Do you copy? Do you read Excursion? Son of a senator, and now the first man on Mars. Patrick Ross returned home a hero. Darlene, (laughs) you're going to be president of the United States someday. A champion. My sister decided to join us. And a carrier. Something wrong with me, Dad. Of the deadliest DNA in the universe. We got another alien on the loose. If he's reproducing, we've got potential offspring. Last time I fought with that alien, I almost got myself killed. Now, the only chance for the human race... Eve was recreated from a frozen lab embryo. ...is the woman who tried to destroy it. We need your help to find Patrick. Recreated by science, she is now half human. I see what he sees. There's a supermarket, a big supermarket. In a supermarket. Gun! Estrogen levels peaking. It's like she's in heat. Her loyalty is to man. But her instinct is to mate. All right. Let me give everybody a quick rundown of the plot. Here's what happens. Basically, an astronaut that has just visited Mars returns to Earth infected with the species virus. He is out and about on the town. And, you know... He's doing bad things, right? He's sowing his wild oats. Yep. And basically, um, the scientists, Michael Madsen and Marg from the first film, they need to turn to Eve, who is a newly created clone of Syl, to, for her help to defeat this new alien. And that's basically the plot. That is basically the plot. And just from a franchise sequel perspective... Fuck you, Species 2, because you ended your first movie with the rats, he had he had bought a tentacle, and he was like, oh right, like, so it's gonna, it's gonna invade the gene pool, and this is what's gonna happen. Instead of how they start this movie, it's a mission to Mars, 
and uh, and it's it's a random like they they've they've pulled up some dirt and they've basically just thrown away any of like I think that the thing that upset me the most about the premise to the to the setup for this movie is I think one of the things that was most intriguing about the first movie was when they got the radio signal from SETI. It was set around a actual scientific place of, like, they're listening. And the first thing they got, like, hey, like, here's an amazing fuel source. That was the bait to split. And then now, we, now, here's also something about your DNA. Which is a really cool idea. And it was based around some actual science. And and I thought that, you know, you there's a lot of potential for it. Like, okay, well, now we're using, like, flying cars. Or, you know, like, we're, we're implementing whatever that super fuel was. Like, there's, there's, there was a world there. There was, there was, there was world building yeah. that they set up in the first one. They're just like, eh, nope, <laughs> like, it's on Mars. <laughs> okay, well, let me, I, I have some insight into this. Okay. Because, okay. once again, I, like a crazy person, bought the Shop Factory DVD, uh, Blu-ray, actually, mm-hmm. for this. And I have to say, the special features on this one, I think, were better than Species. <laughs> just because everyone on there, from the writers to the people behind the effects, are, like, talking so candidly about everything. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. <laughs> so, basically, there's a whole interview with the writer for this film. Um, and I'd like to just say, right off the bat, that my prediction about where the sequel would go, as far as, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure I talked about those frozen embryos. Yeah, yeah, is totally what they ended up doing. Yeah, but I also said that it should be a male species alien, and right. that we would explore That's ideas and you, and about you, male sexuality. And you, and you got that. You got your wish. That's yes. true, right? Uh-huh. That's true. It was so great. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it didn't... Spoiler, spoiler alert: it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we'll get to this. We'll so, get to it. We'll uh, get to it. So the writer of the film, um, you know, watched the first movie, and he was like, they had this stupid idea at the movie with these fucking rats, and, uh, like, rat was going to be the thing, and he was like, that was just so fucking stupid. So his original idea was that now it's Species 2, right? So now there's going to be two girl species, and he said it was going to be Natasha Henstridge and Cindy Crawford. And he was like, (laughs) and they were going to... Make out. They were going to make out. Even even better. He said that they were going to stand next to each other, like... You know, straight like statues, and that was going to be the two for Species Two. Is <laughs> <laughs> there going to be a Roman numeral? <laughs> yeah, he was like, and he was like, that was the idea. And then you know, one of them was going to Cindy Crawford's character was going to break out, and they were going to have to uh, have Natasha Henstridge's character go off and chase after her. I think I've read some of this dude's fan fiction. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Wait, did they get Cindy Crawford to agree to that before he pitched that? I don't know. He didn't go any further into no, the no, whole no. He was just yeah, like, it was going to be these two girls, and that was it. You always love they definitely when, gonna make when the screenwriter is describing the poster to the movie. <laughs> I know. I thought that was so funny. By the way, this guy has gone on to uh, create Narcos now. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's done writing on Hannibal, and you know, like we said, with Peter... We, yeah. we weren't going to tell you this, but we're telling you anyways. <laughs> they both worked on Hannibal, which I love. Yeah, that yeah, that's a great show. I I think that there's there's if there's a redeeming factor in this, and I looked it up as I was watching, is that the there's a team that lands on Mars here. That's the the beginning of the movie. It's the inciting incident, and the rover they deploy a rover that looks a lot like the rover. This movie actually came out the year after uh, the first Mars rover landed. Okay. So and kind of like SETI when that was happening, like there, it, I mean. I'm giving it more credit than it's due. It's like, oh, you're, it's garnering excitement, excitement around actual science things, but in reality, it was the screenwriter read the LA Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, like too how throughout the movie, like NASA did not approve use of their name or logo for yeah. this movie, and so there's like these fake NASA esque logos right. that just kind of say like. Mars mission astronauts, <laughs> yeah. you know, like with like little cartoon pictures and and like they don't even say they can't say NASA. They we come lo- up with we some work other for dumb, NOSA, the yeah. National Outer Space <laughs> Association. Yeah, it was like some some bogus other <laughs> abbreviation. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so again, it 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 commits the uh, uh, was it Treasure of Manhattan Island. <laughs> oh sin god. sin of just throwing out like ah uh, like we we establish these things. Nah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it it decides not to go after the dumb rat thing. Yeah, in you're right. Of you're the, right. It, it does the, keep in favor the of the Jurassic Park approach. It, it, yeah. yeah, it does. It does keep the things. <laughs> it was just like the move. The first one ends such as a, a cliffhanger to go into the next one. And there was cool world building that there's aliens out there. They're talking to us. They sent us like a super fuel formula. Yeah. 
Instead, they go off to Mars, yeah. and they should have really listened to Peter Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the poor, movie for two poor seconds. Peter that Boyle. That whole subplot was so... I feel Peter, like... It, Peter Boyle was an old-timey scientist who had said there was um, bad life that had killed everything on Mars. Yeah. Basically, so, so we... He basically, said, don't go to Mars. Basically, yeah. we, we trade distant, super-intelligent alien race for there was a Martian genocide, like, yeah. hundreds of years ago, and the thing that killed the planet is the same species that reached out to us mm-hmm. through radio signals. And only I knew about it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so he's in the crazy house because the government was like, he, he told him, don't go to Mars, like, it's contaminated. Yeah. yeah, and and he's in the movie for about five seconds, and he's uncredited, and it's not one of those things where I think he was doing somebody a favor. I think that he was like, "Don't put my name on, delete this me wow. from this history." <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, um, God. I did like how Eve, who is the new Syl, mm-hmm. um, we find out that Marge Hulkenberger, Laura, has been working on this project ever since the first movie, mm-hmm. and she has come up with a way to make the new Syl more. Uh, have less of all her crazy urges and they keep her in a facility that is all women and they never <laughs> allow her to see any men. Yeah. And her and Eve actually have kind of like a nice relationship. Yeah, they seem like they're like, friends. Um, Laura bit. says, I took this job to make sure that you wouldn't be like used in a bad way and that we could just research you for good and not for use you as a weapon. And they have kind of like a nice, almost parental type relationship but in the beginning when it's like it's an all women facility I was like this is great this is gonna be like a lesbian power thing the women are gonna take over the military men are pressuring Laura and I was like they're all gonna kill yeah. the men and that's, that's an episode of the L word that I really want to see <laughs> me too I love, I love that every time like one of the guys showed up she'd be like what the fuck are you doing here get the hell out of here she told she them can't, she was like she no can't even men. look at you yeah. she said no men and then this fat general guy keeps, the worst dude in the movie he keeps purposely breaking her rules to like mess up her projects yeah what was up with that guy he was always like did you see him filing his nails in the helicopter yes <laughs> like yeah we'll pursue her whatever we'll, we'll jump in when I feel like, like it it's basically this, this giant fat dude who looks like Brian Dennehy he has a big scar with a big sky and like, and, a, and like a milky eye uh, and like and uh, yeah He's like he's like the sloth avatar of misogyny. I'd like to say that, but he's not the most misogynistic thing about this movie. <laughs> but yeah, it was so weird because he just he kept trying to foil the plans that were good yeah. for yeah. some reason. So well, yeah. the the other thing that I thought uh, that I didn't quite get was so Eve is locked up in this thing. She's not supposed to like see any man or be near man or whatever. But the whole freaking time she's sitting there watching TV. She's watching baseball. She's watching baseball <laughs> and she's watching. Dukes of Hazzard, <laughs> which leads to one of my favorite lines of the film, where like you know, spoiler alert, she escapes at some point, yeah, and she runs out and hops right in a car and drives off, even though she's been locked in this cage the whole right. time. And uh, Michael Madsen's like, "How the hell does she know how to drive?" And Marg's like, "Her favorite show's Duke of, Duke of Hazard." Sorry, the Dukes of Hazard, and he goes, "Fan fucking test," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was just so. I great. also wrote down that line. I mean, one like, thing that that I will give the movie some credit for, or at least the franchise some credit for, is that that uh, Laura's lab is supposedly set up to safeguard us against alien attacks, study Eve, and and understand this alien more, which is a thing. Yes, it's incredibly stupid, like, oh, this thing that almost killed me, let's grow another one. But it's only after Colonel Brian Dennehy comes in and and forces the project off the rails uh, that that she actually becomes a threat. So, like, there is some world building there. It's just not the world building that I wanted to see. I also love, speaking of the TV thing, too, like, when she escapes, like, you know, very briefly earlier in the film, they're like, oh, she's watching baseball, whatever. And then, like... One of the key uh, aspects of her escape is she jumps out of the, her cage. Uh, she busts through this window, and then, like in this like slow motion scene, she has a baseball with her this whole time. You're like, why is she holding that baseball? What the fuck? <laughs> and like this, <laughs> one of the female guards is like running to hit the like emergency button, like a doof. And uh, she like does slow motion, throws the baseball right at her head, and hits her in the head. <laughs> and it's like this amazing scene of like, oh my god, she got her right before she's about to hit the button. 
And uh, I was like, oh, so that's why she's watching baseball in the film earlier. <laughs> It's just so stupid. Like, who's so dumb? Whose idea was that? It's kind of funny because I happened to mention in the first film that. Do they write for heroes? Oh my god. Um, In the first film, I was saying they never really explored the fact that Syl was half human. But this time with Eve, like, she specifically says, like, hey, stop torturing me. Don't forget that I'm half human. You're testing Mm -hmm. weird stuff on me. And, uh,. That her half humanness does come into play, and the relationship that she had with Laura uh, comes into play later. So I like that part. Yeah, I love uh, too. The so so Patrick, the the astronaut who is the one that gets infected. Um, I love that. You know, this film pretty much has the same plot where it's like. Uh, our gang of heroes are running around and they're like, no, we gotta stop people from fucking. Everyone's fucking. No, no, he's fucking everyone. Stop. He's on a fucking hey, rampage. Everyone's having sex. We gotta stop it. He's on a literal fucking rampage. <laughs> we, we gotta stop him. <laughs> yeah, and there's like, oh, yeah, first he's like, no, we gotta stop him from fucking. Oh, shit, we gotta stop her from fucking. Uh, oh, we gotta stop the other dude from fucking. Oh, no, he's he's fine. He, yeah, his he's blood, fine. His blood he's is fine. He, he can fight with us now. Yeah. Oh, we gotta stop him. He's fucking everybody. <laughs> Yeah, so there was three astronauts. Patrick, the white guy, was infected. The white lady was infected. <laughs> Patrick, the white guy. Yeah. And then the black guy was no. actually not infected. Yeah. And spoiler alert, does not die. What? I was like so shocked. I thought for sure, oh, that guy is going to be toast. Uh, so but, many so many ladies die, though. Yeah, he, uh, the, the black is it, guy. Is, it, is that McKelty Williamson? McKelty Williamson yeah. from... The best part of this movie, Forrest Gump, Con Air... He crushes it. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a uh, him and Michael Madsen is a Free Willy Two reunion. Yes, yes, it is. What? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh shit, that's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, the astronaut who's not infected uh, then becomes part of the fighting crew, and he's like with them the entire time. Yeah, well, because he had because he's guy. awesome. Yeah. yeah, and he had like insider information as to where he might be. I Supposedly, guess. I mean, the, we can get into that more later. But one of my favorite things in this movie is like, okay. So, so these astronauts they go they go to Mars they come back and they they're on a ten day sex quarantine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no it's not, sex. It's it's not. Hey, you just been like like you've been to another planet. You're gonna be in a ten day quarantine, no. which makes all the sense in the world. It's like, <laughs> hey, astronaut, you can go out there, go to go to charity benefits, meet all the people, shake all the hands. Just don't fuck anybody. That's right. Because if anybody knows if things are getting through space suits, it's space herpes. <laughs> it's only a sex quarantine. <laughs> it's so Yeah, dumb. I didn't think about that. That it's is stupid. so dumb. And they use this thing. It's like, there's a point in the movie where, like, the ten days are up. Like, they can go have sex. And like, All of three of them try to have sex immediately. Well, well Pat- why Pat- wouldn't Patrick, you? I mean, Patrick's fucking immediately. Yeah, he Also, they, you know, they weren't on just a ten day sex quarantine. They were in a fucking, like, space uh, they were on yeah, 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, at, some point, at some point, uh, Williamson like like I haven't had sex in eleven months. Yeah. Like uh but my favorite thing on that night when they go to find him and like the quarantine's up, like we have to go find him, is he's bringing a girl up to a yacht and he's walking up to it with keys like it's like his car. <laughs> like you just like he's like, ah I bet you thought I'd be a tugboat, baby. And then yeah. like and then like he's like but they're kinda drunk and like he's getting into this boat as if he like just parked it there. <laughs> <laughs> That was really is, weird. Is that how boats work? I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so, for some reason, this astronaut, Patrick, who's infected, we also get this storyline uh, where he's got, like, a chip on his shoulder because his dad is a high-powered senator yeah. uh, played by James Cromwell. Babe's own James Cromwell. Uh, Post-Babe. Post <laughs> uh, and the same year as Babe 2, Pick in the City. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so he had a huge year. Also, Deep Impact was the same year. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, um, and so his dad, he tries to tell his dad, hey, dad, I don't feel good. Something's wrong with me. And the dad literally says, frankly, I don't give a damn. Like, he, just, he took out the my dear, but he's like, frankly, I don't give a damn. And like, I was just like, did they do that on purpose? What a clever writer. Like, the South will rise. He was a Southern senator. Oh, yeah, he was Southern, yeah. A little House of Cards kind of action going on there. Um, but yeah, then there's this whole side plot with the dad. I was just like, who cares? That was dumb. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb. Well, I, I think that so much of the why this movie fails is, uh, that main actor, he's the main villain. He is, oh, he is your male Sill that you yeah. 
that you were hoping for. Yes. But he is not the person that you were hoping for. He is, <laughs> he is horrible. Is, yeah. it, is it Justin Lizard? He's Justin Lizard. I'm going to call him Justin, Justin Lizard. <laughs> Justin Lizard for the rest of this thing. He was a, a soap actor. He has all the charisma of a block of wood. Um, wait, wait, wait. He was a soap actor? He From was. What? I thought so, it was really good. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked it up. It was a soap that I didn't remember that it got. I, oh, I remember okay. he was he was on a thing that was called Second Chances, and it didn't do well, and it got canceled. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember That's from from his resume. And and so he's his he basically is the person who is more infected than his his co pilot is also infected. But we follow him on his fuck crazy rampage. Yeah, she's she's a woman, so uh, she just has sex with her, with her husband. husband after the ten days. But right. he on day one is already having a threesome he has, he has, with he has two threesome. sisters. Yeah. Oh gross. god, that was so weird. Super gross. Also, uh, you guys might not have watched it, but that part is in the trailer where she says, "I share everything with my sister," and I'm like, "What?" Oh, they showed this in the trailer. As I, as, I, as I was doing research for this, and I am I'm ashamed to say this, we don't have to dwell on this too long. But I found a fanfic of, what? Oh, oh, of, of, so, of and, and the premise of it was this. I didn't read the actual thing. The premise of it was like, it was like, so like, what if in that threesome scene, like instead of doing them like one at a time. It happened to both of them at the same time. Why? I was relieved that it was one at a time, to be honest. Yeah. Because when so, she uh, first propositioned him with her sister, I was like, oh, God. So, so this is skeevy and gross, but then what happens is, is that he shoots his super alien sperm Wait, you're now talking about the movie, not the fanfic, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lines have been blurred. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, I was going to say, before we go any further, okay. I think there's something you guys need to know. Okay. About this scene in in particular. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They built a goddamn fuck robot, okay? (laughs) Uh, I don't know if... Maybe it's like I should say fuck puppet would be more... Uh, that's, that disturbs me. Okay, okay, it's a fuck robot. Was it a fuck audio animatronic? Like no, it was more like a puppet. But anyways, (laughs) they built a full like model of uh, the guy who plays Patrick, a full Mm -hmm. naked... Justin Lizard. Yeah, Justin Lizard. They made a full naked model of him for that scene where he's, like, having sex with a girl and there's all those tentacles coming out of his back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for a lot of that scene where the tentacles are coming out of his back and she's screaming, like, Oh my God, get off me! uh, That is, like, a fucking silicon, like, fuck puppet. (laughs) That they built where they had, like, a pole. (laughs) They had a... They had a pole going through the bed where there was a guy underneath the bed, like, moving the puppet, like, <laughs> back, forth, back, forth, oh, no. back, forth. No. Listeners, please tweet us your fuck puppet t-shirt designs, <laughs> and we will make them. <laughs> it was so, yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of the uh, special <laughs> features. I was like, That's holy shit. insane. <laughs> yeah. So they had all the, you know, because they had all the tentacles coming out of his back, and, and they, like, had the puppet going, like... Oh, 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 guys! This scene is like is is worse than a softcore porn in terms of this guy being an astronaut, being like, "Hey, ladies," and then getting a a threesome, Ugh. and the fact that they had to think about it that long, where like someone spent three days casting the silicone mold of like of wait, his butt, of, of his butt, and everything else. <laughs> And, like, there's a puppeteer underneath. Like, when you see this scene, <laughs> you gotta, have pity for that puppeteer. You gotta watch it. It's hilarious. I have mean, pity. like, okay, he wants to have a threesome because he's a man, right? But, like, why sisters? Why is that, like, such a trope? Like, are, do guys actually want to have sex with two people that are related? Like, by, no. like, by uh, blood? Like, I'm, I'm only speaking for myself. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, why does that come up, like, in popular culture, you know? Because it's, like, like, a taboo thing, so it's, like, ooh. Yeah. Gross. I don't know, man. Two brothers would never have sex with a woman. Two brothers. (laughs) We're brothers, and we share everything. (laughs) Now get over here! (laughs) That'd be so gross, yeah. Um, Uh, I don't know. Hey, apologies to the two brothers that are listening out there. (laughs) Oh my god. What were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, oh, well, this is where ladies uh, start exploding in yeah. this movie. Uh, because immediately after having sex, because of the accelerated growth that, that still had in the first movie, that took multiple days. In this movie, like everything else in this sequel, they've made it faster and dumber. 
<laughs> and so what happens immediately after he has he finishes and I guess I guess he comes twice, I guess, with uh, these sisters. Because yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, the, well, the first one's done, there's, there's and like no and, refractory. Yeah, period. yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, yeah, like we're gonna next sister. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. I've got a number and, and, seventy-three and, up. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, and so once he's finished with the first sister, her stomach basically explodes, and then a hybrid child crawls out of it. Which <laughs> we have, and, and then the other sister's like, oh my. And then her stomach balloons out and then blows out and then there is a, a child. Yeah, we, we've we yet to talk about the uh, effects of this film, but like, yeah, they, uh, you know, this movie came out and, you know, the reviews were terrible and apparently, I saw a review actually, I think maybe on the Wikipedia actually, it even says that like, people were disappointed by the movie because it didn't continue that rat thing that you're talking yeah, about. Sure. <laughs> people were like, what the fuck happened to that rat? Because, you know, <laughs> that's what everyone cares about. Um, but, but that's I, why Martin Scorsese brought it back for The Departed. But I was, I, I was for, for real blown away by the effects in this movie. The effects are awesome. They, they, I, I think like the, the effects in this film are like above and beyond what they do in the first movie, I think. And, uh, they actually said, um, you know, it's the same guy who did the effects on the first film, mm-hmm. and it's the same producer, and so, you know, they did such a good job on the first film that this guy, the producer, was like, hey, we're going to give you the entire budget for effects, and you, uh, the guy who does the creature effects and everything, he's like, you tell me what needs to be digital and what you can do. That's awesome. You can do practically. So they tried to do as much as they could practically, and then, you know, it's the, it's my favorite use of CG where it's like... Where it's like enhancing. It's helping. It's helping. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. enhancing, not totally replacing like they did at the end of Species. And I think that, that one of my favorite scenes in that is there's an autopsy at some point of this scene. Oh my God. And then uh, basically like a stalk of one of the aliens shoots out of somebody's yeah. mouth. And somebody like slices it in half with a surgical stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like there's a little bit of CG blood and it's this full thing, but it feels like straight out of Evil Dead. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. There is one effect that I felt really did not work. And that is, Patrick has sex with his, I think, fiance, mm-hmm. and then uh, she is killed, obviously, by a giving birth to an alien baby. Um, <laughs> obviously. And so he takes can... a shotgun and goes out on his porch and tries, and, and does, shoot his head off. Right. Uh, sh- and shoots himself in the head. And then uh, his head, CG... Grows back. Don't like worry, a, we have a gif of it. We'll yeah, be tweeting yeah, it. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like a um, anatomy like animation that you would have seen yeah, like, yeah. in high school of like what the layers of your head look like. It looks like like if 1992 Bill and I blew a whole budget on. on <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah, that's one thing that maybe they shouldn't have done. They, well, no, it's one of those. They things did blow up a real head. It's, it's like it's like overly complicated. <laughs> It's overly complicated where it's like this, it's this spinning 360 <laughs> shot where like they could have done, like, the, the they could have made it work, right? Yeah. Like that, like there's, there's a practical effect shot from the back where the head actually explodes, yep. like it's like a blood bag, and then it does this like, like Michael Bay 360 <laughs> yeah. around the head because it shows supreme confidence in yeah. this effect that looks like dog shit. And you're supposed to be like, oh <laughs> shit! He's it's, coming back to it's life. It's terrible. Although it did bring me so so basically this is later on in the movie when uh Patrick is feeling remorse. Like he's killed a bunch of people. He's putting kids in a barn which we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> I was now. just thinking about that too, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, it made me it made me have this thought is like so he's had some remorse. Maybe maybe it's part of him, you know. But is do you think that when he actually blows his head off and then it regrows, that that's when he loses his, like all of his humanity. Like that's then then he's just all. Yeah, alien. I read that as like, oh, now he's been completely taken over by the. But alien. then, okay, so so I, I wrote that down in my notes, and then but then the most heartwarming scene. <laughs> yeah. There's you gonna talk about the babies? <laughs> oh no, the, no, uh, no, there's there's a YouTube clip that Justin and I stumbled upon that is a clip from this movie that is the most heartwarming scene of this movie. That's what it says, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I guess we have to give a little bit more context with what happens, but basically James Cromwell is mm. this dude's dad. He, uh, in, like, the, the government finds out that he's the killer. 
and and they're trying to track him down. And James Cromwell's like, you know what? Like, I'm I'm not going to give up my kid. Like, we can I, we can protect him on this farm, and and you know we'll figure out a way to do this. And James Cromwell tells him, you know, give yourself up for his mom. Like, trust me. You know, don't do it for me. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for your mom. You know, we'll, we'll be fine. And then, like, he has like this big fake tear. Patrick yeah. does. Oh, it's so fake. It's it's the worst. It's and then, the, he's no Ben Kingsley. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes. Then he goes to hug Cromwell, and uh, which is confusing because there's another character named Cromwell in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's right. Really what confusing. <laughs> that's right. What uh, the fuck? But then, and then, like, tentacles come out of his tummy. And then, and then, out of James Cromwell's mouth, <laughs> yeah, and or fucking kills him. Yeah. So, like, I, I think that that's that's false humidity. Like, I, I false humidity is what I just said. <laughs> God, it's um, humid in here. God, it's quite dry. It's what are you quite talking dry. About? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, that was kind of a cool thing. I do, I do think the shotgun thing, like to go there where he was going to kill himself, is like an interesting. Like, I'm a monster. I'm a hybrid, and I think that when he gets taken over, it is the moment where he becomes, you know, fully this predator. Yeah. Uh, it should be cool. There's a lot of things in this movie that should be cool, but again, it's played with dumb overconfidence in that yeah. shot, and it becomes stupid. Yeah. Like everything else in this movie. Um, we were talking earlier about earlier, sorry, about some of the things that carried over from the yeah. original film. And interestingly, one of the uh, species powers uh, mm-hmm. came over from the first film, where they can sense when someone's like something's wrong with someone, or mm-hmm. or uh, someone's Lepathy, sick, which I said would not would not carry over. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So like, <laughs> you know, there's a part that's actually in the film where uh, um, the the astronaut that's with our gang like is like talking to Eve and kind of like eyeing her up and she starts I am up I am up and then they like put their hands on the glass and she backs away like oh because it turns out he has the gene for sickle cell anemia or whatever yeah that's that's what they say but like it's also he's he's black well okay okay Okay. now hold up hold up (laughs) there's there is there is a deleted scene Okay. <laughs> that, oh, where, where he says, where he calls attention to no, this? Well, no. But I don't know if you guys watched it. I put it in the in the links. But okay. um, there's a scene in the film where, you know, Patrick's on his rampage of, like, at, at a certain point, it's just like, all right, I, I've had sex with all the people I know, so uh, I, I'm just going to go get hookers and, and yeah. strippers and, <laughs> and, you know, anyone who'll have sex with me. So there's a scene in the film where he's, like, at a strip club. There's a long scene where they're dancing or whatever. Uh, he, he he flashes some money to the stripper, and then I think the next scene you see is him like carrying her dead body out to the <laughs> out to the forest to bury it. But uh, the est- by the way, the establishing shots of the hookers and the strippers are gratuitously long for no yeah, reason. Exactly. Like, That's we what, get yeah. it; they're hookers, but they show it. Is, right. that, is that what you were going to say? No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, they first show us like two to three minutes of stripper and hooker footage before he picks one. Yeah. But, um, so there's a deleted scene on the, uh, you can find it online too. We can put it in the, mm-hmm. in the links in the show notes. Um, but there's a scene where it shows him taking that stripper up to a bedroom and they start making out and everything. And they're like about to like take their clothes off. And all of a sudden he like, he like backs away and sits up all like something's wrong here, but doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. And then she sits up and she's like, she says something like, I'm just as good as any other girl. Because it turns out that she's a transsexual stripper. Oh. And instead, of, and she's like, come on, what? Whatever, fun is fun. And they lay back down and he like gets on top and like snaps her neck. Because cause he can't put a baby in. in exactly. He can't, he can't impregnate a man. But I just thought like he... Maybe he, he, he should doesn't try like, harder. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like take her clothes off and notice or anything. He just has this sense that like... Wait a minute. This is a guy. <laughs> Speaking of things that, that carry over from the first film, there is an interesting parallel when Patrick eventually... Okay, so so a thing that starts happening is that Eve uh, has a psychic connection to Patrick. When he's fucking, she she gets pleasure. And like you realize that, oh, like it's, it's kind of like a gatekeeper, key master type of situation where they're trying to get together. Mm-hmm. Patrick shows up at the lab at some point. Uh, and he's yelling, like, open up the door! You gotta open up the door to Laura. 
And uh, it's actually a strange parallel to the scene in the first movie where Laura's trapped with mm. the sample. And she's like, I'm sorry, I can't do that, which is the exact line that Ben Kingsley says in the first movie. Right. Um, and so they're kind of in those same roles. It was an interesting... I think it was intentional because it was phrased exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was kind of interesting. Uh, weird. They didn't respect anything else from the first movie yeah, I know. Uh, in that way. But but they, they tried, and I, I did notice it. So, so we should say that... Uh... This whole time, Patrick has been taking all the alien babies that he's been spawning, yep. which are all male. He only spawns male yeah, babies. because that's how that and works. And he puts them all in a barn, uh, his family <laughs> home's barn, and there's just like a shot of like just 20 little boys like yeah. staring at Staring Blakely. Yeah, yeah. I typed in my notes like, man, he must have at least like 10 kids by now, and then they show that scene right after I typed that, and I was like, oh my god, there's like 20 of them. <laughs> They're, they're all going to start a tabernacle choir. <laughs> so we, we did get some exposition from Laura where she is reminding everyone that uh, they grow quite quickly and that they're an adolescent stage. And then they go into a cocoon and then they emerge from the cocoon as an adult. Just like we saw what happened to Michelle Williams as she became Natasha Henstridge mm-hmm. in the cocoon. Um, so there's a part where Patrick... Patrick's sons are all going into their cocoons and he's like kissing them on the forehead and like patting them on the head and then they like rise to the ceiling of the barn to become a cocoon and we did mention that Michelle Williams' cocoon looked like a vagina in the yeah. train yeah. these cocoons all look like Ball. hanging testicles <laughs> yeah very subtle we get it and like and, and Justin Lizard like is creepy throughout this whole movie yeah. like he's like it's and rapey and weird there's nothing more disturbing than him kissing these children. In the <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> the other the other thing that I was thinking about too uh, that I would like to see a, an animated GIF of is uh, how many times there's a slow zoom into his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like, I feel like every scene with him is like. Zoom, zoom in, in. Eyes, something's wrong. I mean, that's wrong. kind of his zoom defining characteristic is that he just opens his eyes as wide as possible. And, yeah. like, the whites of his eyes are larger than a regular person. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he just has... He's trying so hard to human. Yeah, he just... He, he, I guess he has kind of, like, an evil douchebag look to him. So yep, yeah. yep. Like well, there's, there's, I mean, he, there's a scene uh, in a grocery store where he's standing next to a cereal box with his face on the cereal box. The yeah. cereal is called Space Flakes because yeah. he is a famous astronaut. And he looks cheesy as shit, and that's I liked uh, that's his character. on the on the on the uh, cereal box. It said, "Win a trip to Space City." Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "What, what? Is Space, Space City? City? I want to know. I want to know what Space <laughs> City is. Maybe we'll find out." <gasps> sequel, <laughs> sequel, Space City, Species Three, Space City. Space so City. we've talked a lot about Patrick, but in the meantime, uh, Laura and Press Lennox, who is Michael Madsen. And um, uh, Gamble, who is the black astronaut, they are all coming up with this plan about how they're going to get him. And they determine... Wait, it becomes one of the best lines in the movie where <laughs> it's, like, if they, if it's, after, it's after the fuck curfew is lifted. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, this thing could fuck the human race into extinction. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. That's, I think Mike Madsen <laughs> says that. And it's end with a straight face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we established that Gamble has, he is carrying, he's a carrier of the sickle cell gene trait, but he does not actually have right. sickle cell anemia. Yet, they determined that they could use his blood oh, to right. infect the aliens. They say, we're going to use a human virus to infect all the aliens. But like... There are so many human viruses they could have used. Right. But they say we're just going to use the sickle cell carrier gene. (laughs) (laughs) They they didn't come prepared. They have these weird gas guns. They're not quite sure. Yeah, they use his sickle cell carrier gene blood to make gas. They're like, "Uh, who who around us is sick? Uh, Are you sick? Uh, Hey, give me your blood. Give me your blood. Give me your blood. (laughs) We need your blood for, for the world. For gas guns, yeah, which just, I don't even know how they made it into gas. Well, they had darts. They actually had darts. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, when they get locked in that cage, like, they had darts that had his blood in it, I think. Oh yeah. God. But they never ended up using those. Still, there's so many. Why didn't they use, like, malaria or, like, AIDS? Because, like, yeah, you know, I, like, know. I, I mean, 
AIDS AIDS would make more sense. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if, if you're if you're going to kill your alien at the end of your movie by using the blood of a black person on <laughs> well, a pitchfork, I know I understand on a, pitch, on a pitchfork to throw into your alien for him to disintegrate. <sighs> I mean, they should have used a sexually transmitted disease, yeah. like gonorrhea, right? Because or... because that's what they were trying to stop with their ten day fuck curfew. Yeah. God, <laughs> all they so, want to yeah. do is stop the fuck. They use sickle cell carrier traits. It's such a weird thing. Yeah, it should, it, should, it should be like a Hep A. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was Sorry, very weird, but oh. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Ouch. So when, when Eve, <laughs> they blast Eve with nuke, nuclear power rays to, uh, so that she can psychically link to Patrick I, even more. They put her in the psychotron. No, no, is it, is it, what, what General <laughs> Brian Dennehy says to her is, spare me the alien rights talk. Uh, she's going in the psychotron. Yeah. Put her in that goddamn psychotron. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Laura doesn't want her to be blasted yeah. with nuclear rays. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but so then when, when, um... I, I will say, back to your former point, that there's a nice moment between Laura and mm-hmm. Eve where she says, like, this is really gonna hurt, like, I didn't want it to be this way, and Eve's like, I want to help. Yeah. Yeah. And so they try to use Eve to track down Patrick, which they kind of do. He, but he eventually makes his way to the, that lab, and he breaks in, and him and Eve see each other. And then once she sees him, she kind of starts going crazy too. Yeah. She, she's like, they say that it's like she's in heat, you know. So she, they're like, she her wants estrogen to get her levels. Are, yeah, her estrogen levels. Out, she's in heat. Is like, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's literally what they say. Yeah, they, yeah. I'm not sure. I, just to go back to uh, Psychotron Man, really, really quick, because mm-hmm. I have I have a strange tangent that I want. Oh yeah. Get. Go here. for it. Uh, so, what's the general's name? Do you remember? I'm calling him General Brian Denny. Uh, that's no, fine. General Brian that's Denny. Fine. <laughs> uh, earlier in the movie, he's like, this is an episode of the X-Files. Oh, right. And he's absolutely wrong, because it totally is. Ah! <laughs> there is an episode of the X-Files that involves a black goo, a black goo uh, that oh, becomes a giant that. mythology. Yeah. Uh, it aired in 1996. The episode is called Piper Maru. Uh, the actual virus they call it the black oil virus or it's purity it becomes a giant part of the x-files movie plots right which becomes the modified corn for the africanized bees <laughs> yes. x-files, the, the x-files movie came out the same year as this movie oh, God, really? God. and so and so this episode aired two years before so he's like this is an episode of the x-files it's like it super is and that episode of the x-files is way better than yeah. the movie that you're in i mean the movie is basically that x-files episode yep uh, the Venom story, and also... The Venom story from Spider-Man the Animated Series. Yeah, and also, like, The Thing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, we gotta test everyone's blood, and... Mo- mostly because the effects are good. Yeah, and the effects are very Thing-like, yeah. That and an HBO softcore porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's a pretty good combination. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty you know good what? combo. I'd see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we're talking about it. You know what? Like that's you know the best. What? I'm gonna see that. I'm gonna see that movie. So Eve. Gets super strength uh, because she's in heat. She escapes. Patrick escapes. Which all, um, they all meet at the barn. Yeah. Uh, oh, and there's a there's a scene where she jumps out of the glass, just like the first movie right. mm-hmm. with the baseball. Uh, with the baseball, but Natasha Hentridge did all the stunts for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. impressive. Uh, yeah. I do have to say, I thought that her acting was a lot better. It like was. she took no, a she lot was... of acting classes and she really improved. She's good in it. She has gravitas. You have empathy for for her, and she is in this lady laboratory where they're only putting her in short clingy dresses yeah. the entire time they put her in a machine that's like the straps are like <laughs> to, co- to cover yeah, her boobs they, they cut they cut straight from like uh, oh the astronauts are returning to the scene of her strapped in that yeah, chair yeah, and they, I was they, like whoa they, they put her in like a Barbarella chair <laughs> yeah like, that was ridiculous this movie but, is taking but, a turn but all that being said she's being hypersexualized and she is like you have empathy for her when, when they put her into the psychotron mm-hmm. you know you're like oh like I don't like this is gonna hurt her I don't feel good about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we die? Let's like, uh, cut to the ending here. Yeah. 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 So they trace everybody back to the barn where, uh, Eve and Patrick now are. But I think another one of my favorite lines was when, uh, Press Lennox walks into the yep. barn and sees all the testicle <laughs> cocoons and he goes, Welcome to the maternity ward. Dramatic pause. From oh, hell! Oh my god. I rolled my eyes so hard, I was like, really? I, I, have, I also have that written Yeah, down. I wrote that down too. I was like, fuck this from movie. hell. I just love how the pause was so 
dramatic when he said that. Uh, Anyways, nice. they start using the sickle cell spray to kill all the cocoons. They're like, it's working! It's working! Yeah. And then, Just like that. at some point, Eve and Patrick finally get together and we start watching alien sex. And Patrick looks like a, like a Resident Evil monster. Yeah, they... Oh, when he tur- fully turns into an alien? Yeah. Yeah, they have the, they, they, they created this insane puppet that, like, has... Fuck puppet. <laughs> Not a fuck puppet. <laughs> but this puppet fucks. This puppet also it's fucks. It's a puppet that fucks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All the puppets fuck in this movie. Uh, they, they, uh, so, like, it's this crazy huge thing that's, like, longer than a human body, but there's, like, so there's a guy inside that that is mm-hmm. like has like arm extensions and leg extensions and then they have him like um hoisted up on like flight uh for for people who don't know what this looks like it has basically kind of a human head that's on an elongated neck like almost like a like on a ball joint then it also almost has like a cow rib cage yeah yeah and then it has like a a like a like an elephant body below that right like, it's a fucking gnarly rig and you're saying it's one dude in there there's one dude and then like you know like four other people doing all, all the stuff. other stuff that's crazy but it's like it looks really great yeah the, cool. the the main thing is here here is like that the head of it is real the body of it it's real everything's real there's even a part there's a crazy part where like the head splits in half mm-hmm. that's yeah. all practical stuff yeah, yeah. it looks great yeah, you're, like while i was watching it i was like how the fuck do they do this? so then we get to see one puppet rape somebody in uh practical effects oh god that was so gross yeah. so yeah because at some point they're all being killed and and marge Hulkenberger yells out like eve i know the human part of you is in there somewhere please save us and then she's like ah and then so she decides she doesn't want to have sex with the right. other alien anymore and tries to get away she and then... shoots about 12 spines out of <laughs> yeah. her and impales this thing the in different ways it's Dope. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before this happens, her nipple tentacles were back. Yeah, yeah nipple tentacles. Yeah, nipple, ten- nipple tentacle. Nipple tentacles. <laughs> I heard you say that. So after she decides she doesn't want to go through with the alien on alien sex, Patrick just freaks out and like basically rapes her. He mounts her. Yeah. We watch. Her yeah, we yeah. watch he mouth rapes her and then she dies. Like, which yeah. is. I thought nice, that was super gross. A pretty gross. sad ending for this it's character. Super, it's super gross. It's also, uh, it's not, there's there's a scene before this where he rapes somebody in mm-hmm. the supermarket. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to talk about it overall. But, but, that, but that does lead to one of my favorite lines in the movie <laughs> because they're using Eve to like, like, uh, psychically track him. This is before they, they, they track him to the barn. And like she's like he's in the super like he's in this neighborhood they're in a supermarket and they get in there and it's Gamble and Michael Madsen and Gamble's like where's the goddamn cereal aisle because Eve's seen like, <laughs> yeah. like like she's in the cereal aisle because like Patrick is sp- signing a space flight <laughs> right but like so it's them running through the supermarket being like where's the goddamn yeah. cereal they aisle going, she's in aisle one no no she's in aisle three no no she's in aisle two no aisle five. <laughs> so I, I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. Uh, so yeah, so but yeah, pattern of a real pattern of of Justin Lizard being a real creep in this movie. Yeah, and so once he rapes and kills Eve, we get a really weird, like toe to head shot lingering of Eve, including showing her like. Vaginal oh, yeah. area. Yeah. I was and like, it, like, it shows like the outline of like you know her like, labia and I everything. Know. And I was like, what? How can they show this? I guess because yeah. it's fake alien. They're like, like it's all like rubber. They're like panning up in the alien vagina, real slow motion. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. it was yeah. really strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she transforms back into a human during this shot. Right. Too. But not until they get to the boobs. Once they get to the <laughs> boobs, then the boobs start turning human again. <laughs> yeah. And by the time they get to the face, then you can see the human <laughs> face. They're like, okay, vagina alien, and then boobs yeah, half yeah. and half, and then human face. Like, I would love to be a fly on the wall on that ratings board discussion. It's like, oh, all right, because it was like, all right, so it's vagina down below. Like, when can we start changing? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so... The way that they finally end up killing Patrick is that Michael Madsen stabs Gamble with a pitchfork <laughs> yep. to get his sickle cell trait blood and then uses that pitchfork to stab Patrick. And he he throws it at him like... It's so yeah. dumb. And all the babies were killed with the spray. Apparently. Or were they? Or were they? Or were they? Go ahead. Can we talk about this fucking 
what the fuck dumb ending. Wait, so before <laughs> that Can we talk ending... about why is there a cat in an ambulance? Yes, yes I, I have, I, I should, have a story We should say that McKelty Williamson does get to fly away in a helicopter with a hot nurse. That was That's his true. That which, was is, which is awesome, because he's just like, hey, baby. Like, he's like, this, like is what, this is just what I need. Forget <laughs> yeah. the other girl that he was going to have sex with yeah. on the boat. She's Who knows where she is. Yeah. But, okay, so that was the happy did ending. Did he rent the boat? How did that happen? Yeah. I don't know. I'm very concerned know. about so that. He's an astronaut. Uh, yeah. He probably has a boat. I don't know. Yeah, and then Lennox and Laura just go their separate ways. Like, the yep. romance plot was not revived nope. here. They no. did not have feelings for each other this time. Which they had amazing chemistry. Like, that's such yeah. a weird thing yeah. for them to be like, nope, like, no thanks. I, but I also, this is too much credit, but I also did think it was kind of like an interesting thing to show that like these people went through this horrible thing and so then they're not going to get together you know which a lot of times movies don't acknowledge that right so anyway um so he flies off they separate and then we get the final sequence go ahead right so they put they here's here's the things that happen in the ending they put eve in on a stretcher in an ambulance shut the door yep they put her in nothing's weird she's dead she's dead uh Here's the sequence of events, I think, as far as I can remember. <laughs> as far as I can remember, uh, you see her body laying on the stretcher. Covered in a hilarious amount of blood. Yeah, a lot of blood. Um, a cat, out of nowhere, jumps nope. on top of her. We, nope, we see, a, we see a kid first. Okay, I don't remember the order. Yeah. We yeah, see, yeah. Okay, we see that there's somehow one of the kids survived. And, and is in the ambulance. Is in the ambulance just staring at her. And then a cat jumps on her chest out of nowhere. There's this slow motion shot of you the cat know, looking you know, around. Cat. Ambulance cats. Yep. And then, <laughs> uh, the very end, her stomach starts to bulge back up, and then it cuts to black as you hear an explosion, stomach explosion. And you hear her scream yeah, and she goes, as if she's alive. <gasps> yeah. So who knows if that'll show up in Species 3. Are, are, are ambulance cats kind of like those Dalmatians that live at fire stations? Uh, I mean, I wish. Yeah. That, would make, that makes more sense. Well, here's... Okay, so here's... Dalmatian can at least find somebody in the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how is the cat going to help the EMTs? The cat <laughs> makes no sense. There should not be a cat in an ambulance. Uh, so, okay, so here's... I might make you guys watch this after we're done recording here, but, like, I wish I could share this special feature with you guys. Uh, so in the interview with the writer, he talks about this ending. He, so he's like, okay... So, here's what I wrote for the ending. Uh, the film ended. She's in the ambulance. Uh, we see her body. Her stomach starts to bulge. And then it explodes and cut to black. That was the ending. And he's like, the studio loved the ending. They were like, oh, this ending's, aw- ending's awesome. But, during the filming, uh, apparently there was a new president at the studio. And he started to get involved in, like, watching wow. the cuts and seeing what was going on in the film. And he calls him up one day and he's like, hey, man, I love your ending. It's so great. But you know what? You know what I think would be cool? What if one of the kids from the from uh, the barn like survived and is in there? And he was kind of like, um, I, you know, I don't think I like that idea because it, you know, it, <laughs> it makes our, make any fucking yeah. sense. Uh, it makes our team look like they're they fucked up. Like they were there killing all the kids, and what you're also, saying? All they the missed kids them? were cocoons by that point. Yeah, exactly. So and, they should be adults. And if he's they like, he's like, so it makes our team look stupid. And he's like, uh, the studio president was like, oh, well, I don't know, you know. Um, they could have missed one, whatever. And, he, and he's like, okay, well, fine. Well, I'll go tell the producer and see what they think. So he goes to the producer and he's like, <laughs> oh my God, I just talked to the studio president and he gave me this fucking stupid idea and he thinks there should be a kid at the end. And he's and the, the, the producer's like, oh my God, that's the fucking dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, what I was thinking about the ending, you know, when I was working on Friday the 13th part eight, <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene in that movie where a cat jumps in out of nowhere and it fucking kills the audience. Like, every time that scene happened, the audience freaked the fuck out. He's like, so I want a cat to jump on her at the end of the thing. And now, and the, and the writer is like, well, now I'm thinking, like, fuck. Now that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, I want to have that kid idea, and they're so bad. It sounds, it sounds like genius. So he goes back to the studio president and basically says, like, hey, this guy wants this cat. And he's like, you know what? I don't care about his cat. I just want that kid in that fucking... <laughs> I just want that kid in that ambulance. 
And so basically what happened is he's like, this was a confluence of the two dumbest ideas he's ever <laughs> heard in his life. Uh, and they both are in the film for no reason. Oh and my God. Like, it's the dumbest. That's thing. amazing. We will post that. That sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, it's so. No, I can't post it. It's a special yeah, it's on the, on the DVD. I'll try to see oh, if it's online right. anywhere. But yeah, yeah. Okay. If I can find it for you guys, it's worth watching. Yeah. He's, he says that he well, tells that story all the time. Shout case. out to Shout Factory. Just go by the Blu-ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Species yeah. 2 on Blu-ray. Scream Factory. Yep. So. Oh, Scream Factory, yeah. yeah overall, same. we said the first movie was like, female sexuality, bad, scary, gonna kill us all. Yeah. Now we kind of have female sexuality compared to male sexuality in these aliens. Mm-hmm. And it really makes neither look good. Yeah. Um, so the male sexuality, the way they portray it, is gross threesomes, rape, aggression, hookers, strippers... We're just and, here to, yeah, we're just here to literally use women and discard yeah, them violence. when we're done. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> so, yeah, like, with Eve, not Eve, Syl, in the first movie, she was always, like, seducing the men right. and then having sex well, with them, where this guy kind of starts out that way, but he doesn't really care, and then he just starts raping people. Well, yeah. and Syl has the benefit of the doubt of, like, she doesn't know what human sexuality is, she mm-hmm. sees it from TV, like, there's this, there's, there's, there is a vulnerability that she has while being a fearsome predator yeah. that was, there was a really interesting dy- dynamic that, yeah. that the movie, ha- the first movie has a ton of flaws, but it, it does have at least some respect for, for women and, and, yeah. and sexuality and, and, and empowerment there. Uh, whether that ends up being misplaced by the end of that movie, this movie is just pure misogyny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I did the whole th- the deleted scene that you mentioned where he notices that uh, the hooker stripper is trans. Um, see, that's not canon since it's no, deleted. It's not. So, um, I thought it was interesting that Syl was always looking for, you know, the ideal mate to produce the good kids. She didn't mm-hmm. want the guy who had diabetes, you know, and she kind of ends up settling for, um, what was his name? Alfred Molina instead right, of Michael right. Madsen, right? And we said, like, women just end up having to settle, right? You know, but, <laughs> yeah. like, the men, it's like violence and rape or whatever. He did not have that sense of judging the women genetically or anything. He just fucked anybody and had as many kids as possible you know to he didn't care about creating like the ideal one which i thought was sort of i don't know interesting statement like he he well he he, he took it and he had sex with as many people as possible and when he couldn't anymore he started taking it and it got violent he started raping people like the the part where he rapes that tries to rape that woman in the supermarket is insane yeah i was kind of like raised i was like why did he all of a sudden like have to try to kidnap her and all that stuff like what yeah, yeah, he, like he, he was—he had already had sex with strippers and hookers before that, yeah. and so I don't know why he like went after that random. It's—it's it's like they went out of their way to put that uncomfortable scene in the movie, and I yeah. don't know why. Where she's just like screaming, and people in the parking lot are just like walking by. Like, I mean, maybe they sort of took it as like people criticized us for you know. Ne- making female sexuality negative in the first movie, so in this second movie, we're going to make male sexuality look even more negative than feels like <laughs> by uh, only showing like the worst possible ways no, that men still, can still somehow disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not really. somehow in the exact way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically like. Well, because he tried to rape the supermarket lady, she gets away, but then he rapes and kills Eve at the end, and that's yeah. it. Like, she, right. this character gets no anything, no, you know, I mean, Laura kind of escapes, but, I know. like, Syl, or Eve, sorry, tried to show her human side and say, maybe we, I shouldn't let this guy kill the human race, and then she ends up getting raped and killed. I mean, I, I'm sure if this film was released now, there would be, like, this huge showdown between uh, Eve and Patrick that would be... Way more intense than it was. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, they were probably just like, oh, we just have to have her fall over because yeah. the suit is heavy and the, the yeah. actress inside needs to lay down. I mean, the, the effects <laughs> are really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there are some actual interesting themes that are being played upon uh, in the first movie that have, you know, w- with sexuality and, and kind of weird alien like body things that end up with. With Splice or Black Hole, which is an amazing comic book that you should read that's better than watching Species 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, this movie takes everything, scales it up, and makes it 
dumber. Like, it basically takes everything, ramps it up to the point where it misses the point. Yeah. And I don't look forward to watching three and four because yeah, I don't so, feel like there's anything. Well, like yeah. do we think, where do we think three is going to go? Yeah, where do you guys think it goes? Tyler? Well, I think that that cat is probably going to be... <laughs> Uh, actually, I think that Species 3 is just that Kevin Spacey Nine Lives movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think the cat, the cat is going to eat the rat from the first film, and then they're going to turn into some crazy and cat rat. And, and then they're going to go west and make, make mouse burgers. That's right. Mouse burgers in the west. Um, I, I don't know. I'm hoping at some point in either 3 or 4 that we actually do get the exploration of, like, the lesbian alien yeah, Colony, all female. Like, what does that mean? I mean, about... I'd, I'd be interested in I that. Would, too. I would like. To... <laughs> oh, would, you? would you, sir? I would, <laughs> I would like to know more about like the aliens that actually sent the message that had the super fuel. That's true. Like, yeah, like that's that's something. I feel like the Mars thing is such a cop out and like and such a waste of Peter Boyle, and it's yeah. boring. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that they won't continue on with what actually happens in the ending, but maybe in the ending, like. You know, it, it, it was two species having sex, and they were talking about how, like, oh, if they had sex, then it would be 100% alien or whatever. Not really. Okay. Well, they, no, they, 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 basically, they basically said they wouldn't be able to stop it. Well, that's, yeah, okay. it would I mean, be, that's yeah, what it they would said be three, in a stupid movie. Be, <laughs> you know? yeah, like yes, that, that is what they said in that's a stupid movie. That's what they said movie. in a stupid movie yeah. where science doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see if, like, they actually follow through with that, and there's, like... Some, you know, stronger baby born from that. But I don't think that's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. Some sort of boss baby. Boss baby! (laughs) I love that movie. I didn't see it. <laughs> you, uh, he said that and I just stared at him. Yeah, yeah, there was daggers. I didn't see it. I'm joking, you guys. Um, yeah, I think, that, I think that we won't get the world building that I want to see. I think that we will probably get a... I'm not sure Natasha Hentridge is in it. If we are, maybe it's her back to being, you know, femme fatale fucking people up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, we will find out next week when we watch Species 3. Looking forward to talking about it. In the meantime, though, I'd like to thank my brother, Jordan Camps, for the music at the top of the show. And uh, I want to just say thanks again for all the new listeners this week. Uh, we hope you guys are liking the show. And you can give us feedback at where... SequelRights at gmail.com or you can tweet us at SequelRights or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SequelRights. Also, um, if you want to watch Species 3 before our next episode, it's available on this app called Tunit TV. Tubi TV. Tubi TV. Sorry, my bad. Um, Tubi TV. And it's an app that's available on most platforms, I yeah, think. Yeah, so, it's free. Uh, if you want to check it out, I think it just has like commercials during the yeah. movie or something like that. And then the Good fourth times. one, fourth one is back on Cinemax. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, join us next week for Species 3. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you later. See you next week. Bye.